Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater for our special one shot. I am Jeremy and I am playing Soren Wade. This is Johnny and I am playing Blondie. This is Jeff and I'm playing Bram T. And I'm Jordan and I am playing Game Master previously on Bone Thrower's Theater. Oh, by the way, the uh, the game that we are playing is Rhesus, or Rhesus. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Rhesus, the anything RPG. I like Rhesus better because it sounds like a monkey. It sounds like a delicious candy. It does. <laughs> yeah, I like Rhesus because it sounds like a planet from Star Trek. Yes. It, it could be Ryza instead of, you know. <laughs> but last time, you all are employees of Chronomic Tourism Incorporated, and you have been tasked with going back to the 11th century to locate Scorpus, uh, who is a repeat customer of Chronomics, and um, apparently is having some trouble with his time machine, which is the, uh, the Chromis 3000. So you all managed to get to Earth after some rather unfortunate shenanigans involving the 21st century and a time cop ship that actually crashed, thanks to you. You might have just accidentally released COVID-19 on the planet. But you have managed to make it to the place where Scorvus is, and it is the 11th century uh, in, in what is now known as Turkey. And it seems that Scorpus has somehow, he has done some post rental modifications to the ship, which probably voids his contract. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now. It's like, I'm going to have to confiscate it from him. Yeah. Soren, you were, you were busy climbing on the windshield of the Chromis 3000 while Blondie went in through the back. Bram, on the other hand, has been trekking through the, through the wilderness, trying to get from his ship, the SS Starship, to the Chromis 3000, and he encountered a group of three military-like individuals who threatened to stab him with a spear. And they called him a demon, which was really not nice. Nope. It was a very not nice thing for them to say. Okay, I called them a demon back. Yes, you did. And Johnny, just so you know, your steak knife it can be picked up from the <laughs> recording. <laughs> okay, then. Stop eating steak! Never. <laughs> Although I'm sure that Scorpus would agree with your meal choices. I'm sure he would, especially with how red I have it. Yeah. Oh, what's Zorn? All right, so yeah, I'm sneaking through the ship. Sneaking through the ship, seeing all the modifications. And they are... I set up a siren. Yep. He's done quite a bit. Um, uh, some of it seems to be cosmetic, you know, just like 
animal skins hung random places. There's a, what looks like a self portrait. There's you, you hold up the universal translator and you can see some writing that says like lair, sweet lair on the walls, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. So is, is the claxon still going off? Yes. Is there one of the, uh, the sirens near me? Like I can see where it's at. It, it's like through the, the, like the speakers that are built into the, into oh, the, 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 into the system. Yeah. They're hardwired into the system. Well, in that case, I go over to uh, the nearest panel. Okay. And I shut them off. Go ahead, Soren, and while while he's shutting that off, go ahead and roll your irrationally curious cliche for me. Oh, boy. A two. You are very entranced with trying to fulfill what Blondie told you to do, which is wrap on the windshield. So I'm using the uh, blunt end of the spear. And you can tell that there are different sound variances on depending where you tap, like closer to the, to the, where the metal and the, and the transparent steel join together. It's a lot denser of a sound more towards the middle. It's a lot more boomy. You start making music (laughs) and you start getting like a whole little percussion thing going on. And it actually, it makes you homesick because it just reminds you of the, uh, the music that you used to hear the priests play before the ascendance of the new moon. And you're just getting this deep feeling of, of homesickness. So you don't really pay too much attention to what's going on around you until you feel claws just encircle your ankle. And it pulls you off, off of the ship. And all of a sudden, you're face-to-face with Scorpus. At least he looks like Scorpus from the... Uh, from the pictures uh, on file with Chronomic Tourism Incorporated's booking. Okay. Described him before as like this lizard-like creature. Is it yes. very humanoid lizard-like or? More Kimono Dragon-ish. Okay. So he's very large. He's, he's actually bigger than you. He has like deep green scales. Uh, his eyes are yellow with very clear... Crimson veins streaked through them, uh, the traditional slitted iris of a reptile. It seems like he is a he's snorting snorting smoke. Okay. And he has a like a you know a long tail that is swishing back and forth. Uh, he is able to walk upright, but he seems like he would be just as comfortable going on all fours. All right. He has you pinned down like. He, he's pulled you down, you're flat on the ground, you're prone, and he's got his hands firmly pinning you to the ground. I want to use my feet and kick him off. Okay. That sounds like a plan. And that would be a conflict. Yes, it would be. Uh, it sounds like you're using athletics for this? Yes. Okay. Uh, he is going to use his weight to try and, and keep you pinned to the ground. Okay. Oof, that's not good. I rolled a 12. I rolled a 15. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm down. That's That means you're down one die on your athletic ability for the rest of the conflict. 
he is going to try and intimidate you. So he's going to get right down into your face and he's going to belch smoke right into your face. And he's just going to scream as loud as he can. What are you doing in my lair? Messing with my lair. What would I roll against that? Whatever you want to do. It's not like I have something specific to respond. I can just... I want to use my... uh, Black hole? Well, it's like a miniature black hole. I don't know what that would do. And I also can't control it. Are we doing the the pumps? Yes. If you want a pump, you can. Okay. So explain pumps again. Pumps? Sure. So the way that pumps work, characters may pump their cliches by expending extra effort at the cost of certain injury, which means the loss of a die. So a pumped cliche receives a dice boost lasting a single round of combat or a single significant roll otherwise. After that round or roll is resolved, the cliche returns to normal, then suffers immediate dice loss equal to the boost. So let's say you took one from your special abilities and put it in athletics. That would bring your athletics back up to four, but that means that you would reduce your species ability down to two. For the following round or? Yes, until, until conflict ends. Oh, until conflict ends. Okay. That's how I read it. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'm going to pump for athletics again, take from special abilities to get athletics back up to four for this one. Okay. Oh, my. That was not worth it. I got a nine. Yeah, I got a 14. It's rolling so well with multiple dice earlier. We took a break. Your dice skills went down. Yeah, so that means my athletics is... Now it's two. And so is my special ability. Yes. All right. Well, that's not working. You try and and kick him off, and it's like trying to kick a brick wall. Like, he is is ripped. If I got to the cockpit and saw it from the inside, I would want to do something. But Go ahead and make me a sneaky strategist roll. If you get a 10 on here, then we'll say that, you, that you're able to get to the, com- to the cockpit. Because you were already looking through a lot of the ship. You had seen where he had made his modifications. And it's not a very large ship. It's, a much, it's more of a shuttle than anything. I rolled a 7. Oh. Unfortunately, he's put a uh, code lock on the, on the cockpit door. So I'll have to hack that before I can get into the cockpit. Yep. All right. So Soren is going to use his animal handling to try and get the big vulture to distract him. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. He's going to try and grab the vulture. Oh, yeah! 11. 14. Come on! (laughs) That was one, I couldn't do it, I could get a 12, and that was it. So animal handling is now down to one. Yup. You're down to two, two, one, one. He scoops you up and he's holding you up in the air and he starts shaking you around. He's grabbed the bird out of the air and he just reaches up and just like snaps his jaws on its head and just rips the body and the head apart. And he just spits the head out and then starts swallowing the body whole. All right, well, do we just go back and forth declaring and rolling or? Uh, You can concede if you want. No. <laughs> I mean... It's not his nature. No, it's not. Two and... 
athletics two and special ability. Well, it's desperation time. I'm gonna pump. Okay. Athletics, put it into special ability, and try and open up a mini black hole underneath of his foot. Okay. Not bad. A twelve. Got a ten. Yes. <laughs> so all of a sudden, like his foot just like fall. He like he loses his footing as he stumbles over to one side, and he lurches, and he actually like drops you on the ground as he tries to regain his footing. Excellent. Hacking the door, still. Okay, go ahead and roll Blondie to see if you can crack the door. 11. Okay, you are able to crack the code. Uh, it wasn't too hard, it was just like 666. Alright. So I go into the cockpit, and I assume I can see them fighting outside on the ground? That is correct. Alright, what's the situation that I see specifically? You come into the battle right at this moment where Soren has is like sprawled on the ground. There's a dead bird head laying on the ground, and it looks like a small black hole has opened up under the foot of Scorpus, and he's trying to to pull his foot out of a black hole. Go ahead and roll for that. Dragon strength against black hole. Uh, he got a seventeen. Oh no, fifteen. Excuse me. So he's able to, he's pulling himself up, but the gravitational pull is pretty strong. So it's like he's gouging deep claw marks into the dirt, into the rock and everything as he's pulling himself out. Is there a uh, airlock door in the cockpit of this ship? You mean like to this, to the side of the, of the door? Cockpit area. Yeah. Is there an airlock outside? Yes, there is. All right. I'm going to go out and shoot him. Okay. Thorn has re-grabbed his spear, too. Okay. Okay. Oh, great. Now I roll horribly. Okay, so I'm shooting 15. Yeah, you win. I got. A, I rolled a 3. All right. Oh. <laughs> I'm just shooting to get him unconscious. I don't care if he dies or not, but most of my aim is just not make sure he's not conscious. Okay. Uh, so you manage... Are you using a blaster? Are you using a slug thrower? Slug thrower. Okay. Let's say this. Uh, there are some boulders. Think of like a stereotypical Star Trek, the original series landing area where, you know, there's the shuttle and then there's a whole bunch of piles of rocks and everything like that. So you're able to shoot one of the piles of rocks and it shatters a boulder and the boulder falls on his head. That works for me. All right. Pull out the door to Soren. Find some rope. Rope? Yes, rope. It may take a while. Why? There should be some on the ship. Okay. Just to tie him up with. It could be manacles if you want. I don't care. Just something to tie him up with. Uh, okay, Soren's going to go look for something to tie up Scorpus with. It shouldn't be too hard to find something to tie up the ropes. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and roll me. You're curious. You're rationally curious because you, you start poking through every every like little compa- compartment that you find. Got a four. <laughs> okay. We'll go ahead and give it to you. It takes you a little while because it's all the way in the back of the ship. And that's a lot of compartments. But you're able to locate some. And while he's doing that, I'm working on getting the uh, controls back to where I can at least move the ship. Even if I can't time travel yet. 
Okay. So let's go ahead and make us a um, Starship Mechanic roll. Thirteen. Fantastic. You you get con- enough control of the ship that if it was still put together, then it would work fine. Yeah, because this will also fix the time drive. Yes. So. All right, so you found the rope. It's working. ship's working enough. I can move it. We want to tie him up and tie him to the landing strut. Okay. Since he is already out, we'll go ahead and say that's no issue. That's why I want to knock him out. All right, after we have him tied to the landing strut, has enough time passed that uh, uh, Bram is here? or? Sure. We'll go ahead and say that Bram shows up just as you finish tying up Scorpus. And you had said that there were some animal skin inside the... Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Bram, when you show up, you see uh, Soren also digging holes to bury them. When Bram shows up, he's going to say, now that's no way to treat repeat customers. You can't just tie them up on the ship like that. I can tie you up too. No, you can't. Soren holds up the dead bird head and is like, this is no way to treat my pet. Well, the cops should be here any time now. Well, then I better get going. Why are you going to go? No answer. I go inside. I start to ship up. Okay. Start, whether they're on board or not. All right. Uh, so you are able to fly it, but you're going to need to go ahead and take care of the damage that has been done with the temporal conflationer before you can... Before I can time travel, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be on the opposite side of the planet. When the cops show up. Oh, so you want to fly this thing like oh, over to Hawaii or something like that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so please, I start to ship them. I start to take off, whether they're on board or not. So it's up to them what they want to do. We well, didn't announce anything, so I don't know why the ship was starting. So you're just going to stay where well, you are. Continue to do what he was doing. Okay. How are you going to get back? Just out of curiosity, if you're going to park it elsewhere, how are you going to get back? I can fix the t- temple controls and take this ship back. Well, why don't you leave him here at least? Then the cops can take care of him. Uh, I, my plan was to drop him over at uh, your ship. These the cops are going to be here soon. Yeah, I meant this time. Oh, you say that over the channel? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> over the channel. I'm like, why don't you just leave him here and then the cops can pick him up? I'll drop him at your ship. Well, then drop me at my ship. Hurry up. I told Soren, come on, let's go. Good, because you guys don't trust Soren with calm because it has a button on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he was still digging. Still burying animal corpses. All right. He wraps wraps it all up and then goes back into the ship. I think it, temporal communications are still working? No. Yeah. On the SS Starship, yes. On the Chronos... 3,000? No. Okay. Well, then I, I want to get up and I want to go on to the uh, uh, SS Starship and I want to get on the Temple Communications. Okay. We get there. So now the two ships are parked right next to each other. Yes. I want to see if there's a bounty out for Prince Scorpus. A bounty? Okay. That sounds like you're being a sneaky strategist. Yep. Eight. There's a couple of competing bounties. There is some for, you know, the time cops obviously have a bounty on him because, you know, they want him dead or alive. They're willing to take him how, however. 
But also his parents, his family has a higher bounty out on him. Because they want him returned safe and sound. And they know that the time cops are looking for him. It's easier if to protect him if they have him in custody. How much higher? About 40,000 credits higher. Significant amount. So his foot that fell into the uh, black hole, what's the condition of that foot? Mangled. It's desiccated. Mm. It's definitely going to need some time in a, in a uh, healer tank. Or, you know, replaced with robotics. Well, seeing it, he's a lizard. A lot of lizards do have a regrowth. regrowth. You just lop it off then. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know about the time cops wanting Soren. They want Bram for damaging, damaging the ship. Yeah, Bram. That's Soren. Sorry. Yeah, they want Bram for damaging their ship. So I, I, I don't know about that. Only Bram does. So I don't have a reason to leave both Bram and the leg behind. And you don't know. It could be that the leg grows into another lizard. Whoa! That's okay. By the time the time cops show up, it will not have to happen. Wait. I'm trying to find a way to collect on both bounties. And collect both bounties. Exactly. I'm trying to collect both bounties. <laughs> the quicker picker upper. So you want to go ahead and leave Scorpus at the SS Starship? Actually, before I do, I want to talk to Bram. Okay. Because I don't know that the cops want Bram as well for damaging their ship. Bram probably won't tell you. I'm going to say, okay, here's the deal, Cap. This guy's got two bounties on him. Okay. One for the time cops, which we know about. Okay. One from his folks. Okay. You can time travel yourself and take your ship with you, right? Okay. So what you're going to do, because you're my employee, is take the time drive out of the... Uh, it's not strong enough to power your ship. It is. I know this. Yeah. You're going to take the time drive from his ship and put it into mine, and then we're going to load up the Chromus 3000. Yeah, that'll take too long anyways. No, it won't yes, take it will. too long. That's what's going to happen. No, because it will take too long for me to collect on both bounties. But you see, you're on a job right now where you're my employee. And I'm taking care of that job. I'm recovering the ship and repairing it. Yeah, but the part where you're my employee is the part where you listen to what I'm telling you to do. Okay, so this is a bit of a conflict here. It is. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, and make a couple rolls uh, to, to, to resolve this. I want Johnny, I want you to roll sneaky strategist for this one. And then I'm going to go ahead and say, Jeff, you need to roll starship pilot because this is, this is your job, right? And you're his boss, ostensibly. So that's where these, are, these dice are, are coming from. Well, I lost that one. I got a 16. I got seven. Okay, yeah. So, um, sorry, Blondie. You're a little out of luck on this one. You can get the bounty from the police. No, I want both bounties. You can get the bounty from the police. That's half as much. You can get the bounty from the police. I'm just saying. I was going to split both bounties with you, but okay. Look, leave them here with me. That's what I was going to say. And I'll get the bounty for him. You take his leg and say this is all that's left of him. 
and collect a bounty for him from the police. The DNA will match. I take the rest of them to his folks. You really, really want to make this difficult, don't you? <laughs> I was giving up. <laughs> While they're arguing, Soren has seen a fox. And he's okay. Roll his animal handling to see if he can coax the fox over to them. Congratulations, <laughs> you have won a fox. Oh, okay. What does the fox say? So, while they are wrangling about how to collect bounties and all that, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We will be back in just a moment. As a geek with a life outside of gaming, it can be hard to stay informed. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is your weekly update of all the major video game news, brought to you with the insight of an everyday gamer. Episodes are kept short and to the point, so you have more time to spend playing games instead of reading about them. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and at sometimesgeek.com. The Sometimes Geek Podcast, because we can't be geeks all the time. And we're back. Congratulations, you have determined that you are going to only pursue one bounty. One. Ah, ah, ah. And you have one fox. Ah, ah, ah. One of us determined that. Two. One determined the one bounty. The second determined the one fox. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to the mechanic who says that this jump drive is not big enough. Except that I know because I have worked on both of them myself. All we have to do is press all of the red buttons. They mean go. All, right. all we have to do is press all the red buttons on the starship. No. <laughs> that is not how that works. Besides, there's no fuel in the starship. And there's not enough in this to get you off the planet. That's what backups are for. What backups? The backup fuel tank that I have in, in <laughs> Loading Bay 3. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have to roll that into existence, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's going to be rather hard. Go ahead and roll your, your piloting for this. 16. Not high enough. Dang. There's no extra fuel tank. There was. It looks like it's been converted into some sort of animal cage. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> There's a fox in it now. <laughs> so, one thing about this ship, that the Chromis 3000, while you were flying it from one point to another, it only took a few moments, but it did create a little bit of an anachronism. Chemtrails. Yeah, someone explained to the locals. Well, three of those locals are approaching now. The horseback riders. That's right. That's fine. Demon! Come forth from your lair! Uh, I think they're talking about me. Go ahead, Demon. Corpus is still tied to the landing strut. Okay. So the horseback riders should be able to see him tied to the landing strut. They do. I walk out and say, See, I'm not a demon. I helped corral and catch this monster that you've been fighting. Thorne's walking out, too. Okay. I'm currently looking at the uh, temporal drive to see exactly what I need to do to fix it. Okay. Blondie, go ahead and roll your uh, mechanic skill for me. Eight. You're going to have to dig deeper into it to see what's going on. That's fair. Soren and Bram T, as you go out, you can see the three horsemen. And they have, they have spears. It looks like they're, um, they see Scorpus all tied up. And he's awakened 
And aside from his mangled foot, he looks like he's in pretty good health. And he starts trying to burn through the rope with his fire breath. He starts yelling something about if his dinner is not going to be delivered to him, he will take the opportunity as it may. And how do the horsemen respond? Thorns like, you just ate my bird. Oh, the horsemen are, are they look like they're, they're ready to level spears at the dragon and go after him. A dragon with air quotes. Mm-hmm. Can I stop them? No. Will I stop them? No. no. Can I stop them? Yes. Do you want a life bounty? I'm getting arrested either way, so it doesn't oh. matter to me. Well, I was talking to Blondie. Well, I, I can stop the horseman, no problem. Does Blondie want the live bounty from the parents more than the uh, the police bounty? Yes, but I've already agreed to settle for the police bounty, since I don't know about them wanting you. All right, so what are you going to do, Blondie? Well, I don't know. I know Scorpius is awake. I can hear that, but I don't know that he's actually like, burning the ropes or anything. So Okay. I keep looking at the engines. A 16. Well, it looks a little more complicated than you thought because the um, temporal conflationer, you know, the, the big piece that is the, like, the centerpiece, it's missing. Missing? Yes. It looks like it's been removed. So, like, not torn out or fallen out. It was actually removed. Yes. Okay, that's better than damaged. All right, well, then I'm going to go out and uh, talk to Scorpius. Okay. So you walk out down the, the landing ramp just as a uh, horseman with a spear starts charging at Scorpius. He's managed to burn his way through the ropes and is lifting up into the air on his wings. Oh, he has wings too? Oh, my. A dragon? Well, and they were calling him a dragon. I didn't think he had wings. Yup, he's got wings. That's a game changer. Yeah, it was. I'll still shoot the knight. Okay. Uh, which one are you going to shoot? Are you going to shoot... I'm sorry, what was that? The one that's attacking Scorpus. That is total beefcake. I'm sharpshooter. Eleven. Six. So I got a die removed from my horseman extraordinaire cliche. So his buddies, Dumpy and, and Chunky Jewelry, <laughs> they're not happy with this. They're going to go ahead and try and defend their boss. Chunky Jewelry, who has the cliche of semi-competent toady, he's going to go ahead and shoot at you. With what? Bow. So you can roll to get out of the way if you like. I'm going to shoot him. You're going to shoot him. Okay. So I rolled a 15 to shoot you. I rolled a 15. It doesn't say anything about ties, does it? Let me do a quick search. No, there's nothing about ties. Ty goes to Defender. Ty goes to Defender in true RPG fashion. So you were defending with a shot. Yep. So that means he's down 3D as a competent toady. No, he's down down to 3D. Yeah. My apologies. Um, Soren's going to check one of his spears. Soren wants to chuck a spear. Which one do you want to chuck at? Do you want to chunk a spear at Total Beefcake, nasally kind of dumpy, or Chunky Jewelry? Since it was the Beefcake guy that was charging, probably that person. You want to 
Chuck a spirit. Total beefcake. Okay, well, he is going to try and avoid your spear with his horseman extraordinaire, which got knocked down by one. So uh, we'll go ahead and see what happens. Oh, I rolled a seven. I rolled a 15. Okay, so he is down by one. Down to one. In horseman. So we have done chunky jewelry. We have done total beefcake. We've done blondie. We've done Soren, we have not yet done Bram, and we have not yet done Kinda Dumpy. I'll pull out my uh, my blaster at uh, Kinda Dumpy. Okay. I'm assuming that would be uh, one. No, actually, I'm going to shoot at uh, Scorpus. Okay. Because he's flying now. We need to stop that. Okay. Um, he is going to go ahead and be a dragon. You rolled a 15. Since it's a blaster, I'm going to roll clumsy. Yeah. If you're going to roll this, you probably should pump. If you stand a chance. Because you don't stand a chance with two dice. No wow. There's no exploding die here. I guess I'll pump it. From, yeah, Nate Time Traveler. I rolled a 11. 11. Yeah, I rolled a 15. So you do not succeed. You lost one die from Innate Time Traveler, and then you you also lost one from Clumsy. Scorpus doesn't really notice too much. You know, it, it just it goes completely by him as he's flying. So he's cool with that. You know, we need to do kind of dumpy. Kind of dumpy is he's going to go ahead and pull out the dagger from his belt, and he's going to go ahead and sling it at. Soren. The Soren threw a spear at him, if I remember correctly. No, Soren threw a spear at uh, a horse. Oh, uh, that's right. Extraordinaire. Yeah, well, he's still going to throw a dagger at you. Okay. Oh, my. 20. I rolled an 8. <laughs> Go ahead and describe this for me. I want to I wanna hear this one. After throwing the spear, he would have been charging to regain that spear. Uh, he sees the, the kind of dumpy sling the dagger. He's going to use his, the other spear to pole vault himself over top of the horseman. And the dagger sticks into the shaft of the spear as he okay. over over top of the horseman. Nice. The top of the round, if I'm not mistaken. So it's Scorpus's turn. That is such a great initiative order. So Scorpus... Is he fighting with you or against you? Uh, are we fighting with him or against him? Yes, both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even or odd, Jeff? Well, let me roll it. No, uh, no, no, no. At, at this point, I personally odd. am fighting with him. <laughs> okay, so you you rolled odd. I will roll. I got odd, too. So they're fighting with you. Not against us. Yes. So, so Scorpus is going to go ahead and take a blow at Total Beefcake. He rolled a nine, and then, if I remember correctly, he had, yeah, so he's down to two. He rolled an 11, so Total Beefcake gets out of the way of the flame. Uh, X Up next is Total Beefcake. Well, he doesn't like what just happened, so he's going to go ahead, and he, he's going to throw a spear at Scorpus. It's an eight. Scorpus is going to try and dodge out of the way. Scorpus rolled a 15. 
So Scorpius handily gets out of the way of the spear, grabs it in his one good remaining lower foot, and breaks it with a quick squeeze. That brings the turn up to Blondie. Who's closest to me? I would imagine that Total Beefcake, because he was riding towards Scorpius at first and then Scorpius flew up, he's probably closest to you. Alright. I'm gonna shoot him. Okay. I'm gonna try and get out of the way. <laughs> you rolled a 10? Yeah, I rolled a 19. A 19. Okay, so he's down to one on his horseman extraordinaire cliche. Do you shoot the horse or do you shoot the rider? I did the rider. Okay. He's got no beef with the horse. Just yeah, a total beef yeah, There's no beef on horse. Where's the beef? <laughs> right now it's on jo- Johnny's plate. Uh, it was. <laughs> I still got a little bit left. So we'll go ahead and say that your shot is true on. It hits him like right in the shoulder and tang bounces off of his armor and ricochets up into the air. But he looks at you and he says, you can hurl death. He says to uh, his companions, Theodore, Demetrius, away! And they wheel around on their horses and they streak off from you all. Can Soren do something since he was right by Beefcake? Sure. Because he hit him with a spear. Yes. He wants to try and grab that spear and dismount him. Like pull him off the horse. Yeah. Okay. Uh-uh. So he's, the, I would say that's a horsemanship uh, cliche for Total Beefcake, which is not good because he's been knocked down by from three to one. Marrying is 14. Yeah, I rolled a one. <laughs> so you managed to dismount him pretty easily. He falls to the ground and you're able to like plant your knee in his chest and he's not able to get up at this point. The air is knocked out of his lungs. Okay, good. But his companions, uh, just completely terrified, uh, have lit off. Okay. Does his horse stay? Uh, no, his horse takes off. <laughs> you wanted that horse, didn't you? Soren wants a whole menagerie in the, one of the holding bays. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's not going to happen at the moment. So I don't think Scorpius is going to just land and submit to you all willingly. He's, he's going to light off. I want to try to signal him. Okay, and how are you going to do that? Uh, those are uh, some kind of uh, greeting amongst their people. I mean, they typically eat the young of, a, of another species as a greeting. Like, here, have this small sentient. I come in peace. I can offer a fox. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, um, was there anything I noticed that looked like it was like treasure or anything like that inside of the uh, Chromos 3000? Go ahead and roll for that. I think you're going to need to roll your sneaky strategist. No, two. Two. You didn't see anything, but you were pretty focused on engineering concerns. Yeah. I did. I'm just going to wave at him and, hey, hey. I don't think that's going to work that well. well. That's all I got at the moment. Right. Yes. Sure. I'm going to uh, blast her at him. I have a squirrel I can sacrifice. Well, the the squirrel might have just done that himself. So. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and, and roll for that, sir. We're still in conflict, right? No, not really. 
We might be in a second. But you might be. If this But if combat was over, I'd just go back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a three. I rolled an eleven. I'm just trying to get his attention. I know. I, mean, I don't want to shoot him because I want to talk to him. So what do you want to do? Call out the Scorpus? Are there any like flare guns or anything on the ship? I would imagine that there is, yes. Alright. I want to grab a flare gun and shoot it towards Scorpius. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll your sharpshooter for that one. You're just trying to get his attention. Yeah. 13. Would you like to pump it? Sure. Why not? Take it from Snarky. <laughs> that would put you down to zero, which would mean that you would lose the conflict and lose the roll. That's, that was my question. Can you pump outside of conflict? I believe so, yes. Because it says that you can do it for significant roles. Because it always lists the consequences uh, until the conflict is over. Mm -hmm. so that's, that was my question. Well, if only, I would only lose the combat if I lost the roll after, if I took it from Sarkey. Okay. So, it's one of those things I never roll, so. Yeah, you haven't yet. Yeah. I have 16 now. Okay, that's just enough to get his attention. So he circles back. Probably not going to be too happy when he gets here. No. We did mangle his foot. With a black hole. I climb up onto the top of... In time to a landing strut. I climb up to the top of a ship. Well, either one, doesn't matter. Okay. And try to wave him to land on top with me. All right, uh, that sounds like you're trying to convince him. Go ahead and make your schemer roll. Oh. Okay. He, he'll do it, but he looks like he's ready to cause some trouble. I get it. All right, after he lands, I'll say, look, I want to talk to you. He hisses at you. The cops are on their way to come arrest you. Impossible. I have diplomatic immunity. Well, it's the time for police, and uh, they don't seem to care. Point is, you have the part that we're missing to take this ship back to our time so I can get you back to your folks. I don't have that part. Well, somebody removed it. Oh, I did remove it, yes. And where is it? How am I supposed to get you back to your folks where they can actually protect you from the police? Oh, I gave it to my worshippers. And they would be where? I don't keep details about where they congregate. All I care about is when they deliver me a virgin. Fine. Where do they deliver the virgin to? Typically my ship. You mean my ship? I yell up. <laughs> so your plan was just to stay here forever, eating people and uh, having people worship you, huh? Who wouldn't want that? Um, somebody who the police are after? For doing such things? He waves a claw nonchalantly, like, details. Hmm. Lauren's going to ask Beefcake, so are you not one of these worshippers? No. That foul beast must be removed from the land. Do you know where these worshippers are? I don't think he does. Not or even. Even. Uh, no, he rolled a three. He, he's not concerned about the inconsistencies of peasants. He, he wants to deal with the big picture problems of dragons. All right, I try a different approach. How did you find these people to worship you? 
I'm sure they didn't just stumble upon you with a virgin in the woods. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Fine. I was trying to keep you safe, you know, keep you out of jail. But your call. So when are the time police actually going to show up? That's a good question. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. I'm going to innate time traveler jump 15 minutes into the yes. future. <laughs> yes! Okay, this is yeah, just taking myself. Well, in the mean, after he does, jumps away, I'm going to shoot this guy. Which guy? Scorpus, since he's not cooperating at all. So, Jeff, you get to dictate what's transpired in the minutes. And, we, and then we have to figure out how to make it happen. Oh, I love this. All right, so I rolled a 12 to time jump. Okay. You are 15 minutes in the future. <laughs> All hell has uh, broken loose. I see the smaller ship on its side in flames. <laughs> and it's lowering down out of, the, out of the sky. And... The, the rest of you guys are not anywhere to be seen. <laughs> so you're the only one there? I'm the only one here. That was a crazy 15 minutes. <laughs> so what happened? <laughs> hmm. All right. this. Here go. I shoot him in the bad foot. Look out! It's the black foot! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead and roll your sharpshooter. 14. I rolled a 14 as well. Defender. So he goes ahead. He, he takes off into the sky. Um, he circles around, and he's going to basically ram the uh, the Chromis 3000, which you were standing on the top of. So I guess I uh, jump off or, or fall off? Or? I rolled a 21. Oh, to knock the ship over, yeah. To knock the ship over. So what are you going to do to avoid getting crushed by a ship? Well, it's just falling onto a side, so I just got to jump off. Now, what do you do, Soren, when you see when you see Scorpus jump up in the air and start uh, escalating to ramming speed? <laughs> He's going to grab Beefcake and run into the starship. The SS Starship. Yes, to the cockpit. <laughs> start pushing buttons. <laughs> okay. Saving oh, yeah. the SS Starship. Nope. All he said was that the Chromis 3000 was on its side. Could still be there, or it could not be. Yeah, it could be that we're not. Okay, uh, so you start pushing buttons. So it sounds like you'll need to make a... Um, you're rationally curious rule. Uh, I'm going to pump. Okay. I'm going to take from animal handling. Okay. I know what I want to have happen. Ooh. Uh, probably does not happen with a four. It does not. It's one shy. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> I'm imagining you're just, like, hitting all the buttons. What, what did you want to have happen? I was going to have him accidentally fire the guns and actually hit the uh, Chromis 3000. Well, so what happens is that um, 
that you actually hit the auto return button. Oh! And it starts lifting up into space. Okay. Well, do I have a chance of running? Jump onto it? Uh, sure, you can do it. But you were, well, you had jumped off. Yeah, jumped off. Go ahead and make a roll, and I'll tell you if it's good enough. All right, which one should I roll? That's no. a good question. Sharpshoot is my closest thing to athletics. Yeah, it is. So you're trying to keep your cool while you're running towards it to make this jump. Sharpshooter, like, that's a very mental thing. So you're trying to keep, you're trying to stay on target and time yeah. it just right so you can sharpshoot your body up into the... I guess I'm jumping from the top of this ship into the starship as it's taking off. All right, Master Jedi. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> well, I can pump it. Please do. I was, th- <laughs> I was thinking 15. So what would be really fun is if you like, if you go to jump and you accidentally you miss, but like your sleeve gets caught on like a, a closing flap, and you're like hanging from I'm the outside the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, I'll, I'll take it. Oh gosh, no! You, you got to remember who's in the ship. I know, but it's better than uh, missing completely. Is it? Yes. I don't know about that. All right. Well, you are heading up into space on the wrong side of a spaceship. Yep. And Scorpus, you can see him just flaming the 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 Chromus three thousand. He's just angry beyond belief and. You can just see, like, he, like, jumps on the top of it and he starts beating where the the fuel port is. And he manages to get it off and he just belches a, a, a burst of flame into it and then he jumps into the air. And he's chasing after the spaceship. Gosh. And we're going to go ahead and end it there with a pterodactyl chasing you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this one-shot episode of Bone Thrower Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.